Welcome to the Karen Messina podcast, where we talk about everything from survivors to success stories, from pain to purpose, and how to make your life the dream life you have always wanted. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Karen Messina podcast. So you may have noticed I've changed the name of my podcast to the Karen Messina podcast because I'm finding that I can help a lot of people with a lot of different things, and I'm not going to just direct my coaching to professional women survivors, but I am going to be helping all kinds of people with all kinds of struggles, and survivors are always going to be special in my heart, and I will always be helping anybody who's a survivor because let's face it, we have all survived something. And that's why this is all encompassing to me. There could be so many reasons why you survived something and you're struggling right now to move past it. So I'm here for you to help you sort this all out. So today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about why we give up all of our emotional energy to the very people or person or thing that is upsetting us. And we don't realize we're doing it. It just happens automatically because we go back to our comfort zone and where we know things live in our brain and in our neural pathways and everywhere. And it just kind of happens automatically. We sometimes tend to run away from things that are upsetting or scary to us. And in doing that, we always feel defeated after, right? And you just kind of get into a space where you're like, I just can't do this anymore. It's really just not worth it to me. I don't know how to manage this. And so I'm just going to stay stuck in this space because it's comfortable here. And I really, really hate to see that. I really love when people can just take charge of their outcomes and be present in their life and just know, hey, this happened to me. It's in my past. And I'm not going to let whatever happened to me drive my future. But what happens is when we talk a lot about what happened to us and we talk about the person who hurt us or the thing that hurt us, and listen, I'm guilty of it too. I do it. I talk about certain things that are my fears. And I'm going to give you an example. And I usually don't like to let my vulnerability Um, come through because I always feel like, and this is a vulnerability, me feeling like I need to always present myself to all of you, like I'm, you know, above something, but I'm not above anything. So I was talking, now, I don't know if all of you know, I still have a nine to five job and I coach as well, right? So I would love to just be coaching people nine to five. (laughs) That's my passion. And I'm going to get there. And anybody who knows me knows that I will get to my goal no matter what it takes. But in any event, at this current time, I still work a nine to five job. Well, I think maybe in one of my podcast episodes, I talked about, you know, where I have worked in the same place for over 15 years. I had a lot of, you know, um, longevity there and people loved me and all my reviews were great and awesome. And then my boss of 15 years retired, which was cool. You know, he deserved it. And they hired someone new who, for whatever reason, her and I did not mesh well. And she managed to cause me to feel like I had to leave there because I was being triggered by her behavior. 
Now, she might have had motives. She might have had her own thing going on. But I made it mean something that caused me to get physically ill, uh, emotionally ill, and I had to get out of there. So I left there and I found another job. And I think because I was not in the right headspace, I had maybe four jobs after that job that I was at for 15 years because I kept getting let go from jobs, right? And that caused me to fall down this horrible rabbit hole of insecurity and not trusting myself and all these things. And so then I find a job that I love and I keep feeling like I'm not going to, you know, keep this job because if I say anything wrong or I do anything wrong, I'm going to get let go again, right? So that's my insecurity. And I'm in a space where I have an option to make some demands or some requests or some, you know, offerings for my, my position. And I want to do some things with it. And I want to change some things about my position, but I am too afraid because I have a lot of bills to pay. And let's face it, you have bills to pay. You need to work and, and not rely on somebody else to do that for you. Right. And so that's my mindset. This is me. This is my life. I have to keep myself afloat. And if I say or do the wrong thing, I could get let go just like that, because that was my experience after I had left my job of longevity, my job that I had for 15 years and was so proud of, I couldn't keep a job after that because I don't know what went wrong. Who knows? Or maybe it was just the times and, you know, people were looking for something different, or maybe I was in such a bad headspace that I wasn't performing to the best of my ability. Who knows? But I blamed myself for everything that went wrong. So then when I did find a job that I loved, I was terrified I would lose it. And so I walk on eggshells. I don't want to rock the boat. But while I was there, I was improving and impressing the upper level managers and they love me and they want me to stay forever. Right. But in my mind, it was like, oh, no, I'm going to get let go at the drop of a hat because that's just what happens. But what you see is that in jobs now, people get let go for a lot of different reasons and people leave for a lot of different reasons and they move on to better things. But I kind of got stuck in a space where it's like, nope, I'm not going to move on. This is safe. This is comfortable. I'm not going to make any suggestions or any requests of my life because that could cause me to be back in the space that I was so terrified about. And that space was me not having a job for six months and feeling like I was going to lose my house. So that was what happened that caused this imprint on my soul. <laughs> so that's just an example. But for you, it could be anything that happened in your life. And like that whole example I just gave you had nothing to do with anybody being abused or an abusive situation. It was just an inner fear that caused me to act and or react in a way that is keeping me in a space that I might not want to be in. So for you, it could be that you're, you know, wanting to date more, you're wanting to start a new relationship with people. And because of whatever happened in your past and your experience around that thought, it's just too scary to step outside that comfort zone. And, you know, I talked to somebody not that long ago who was like, oh, you could leave. You just don't want to leave your job. And, and in my mind, I convinced myself, nope, it's, it's just it's not a feeling. It's a fact. I have this much in debt and I have this much in income and this is how much I need to have. And so leaving would not be an option. But 
I thought about it and it's true. I mean, during that time that I didn't have a job for six months, I was so resourceful. I had saved $4,000 while I did not have a job. <laughs> Think about it. And it's like crazy. Like it was my fear that was keeping me stuck. So I don't want you to feel like anything in your life is keeping you stuck. Whatever it is going on, whether it's the fact that you just are too afraid to make a change or you just don't know what is going to happen. And so that's keeping you stuck. I mean, there's so many options out there. And if you don't look for them, they're not going to appear. And, you know, I gave this example last episode about wanting, I think it was, or maybe it was on a video, but anyway, you know, I want to buy a new car, but I don't like the color of my car. And I just want to get a red car, but I don't want my car to look like everybody else's. So I use the example of, well, if you look at that and you say, okay, I'm going to prove to you that there are just too many red cars out there. That's why I don't want to buy one that color, even though I love that color. Then you start looking as you're driving and all you're going to see is red cars because you're focusing on that now. You're focusing on the fact that you're searching for that color. And then you're going to be like, oh, see, there's one. I told you, oh, there's another one, right? But it works the same way for making change in your life. So if you're trying to prove something wrong, like, oh no, I'm going to prove to you that there's just too many red cars and you start focusing on it, your attention is going to go where you're focusing, right? So how about we try using that to our advantage? Like, I'm going to prove that there are a lot of jobs out there that I could do that pay maybe even more than what I'm making and have even more benefits. So I'm going to start focusing on that. And I guarantee you, I will find a bunch of jobs that might be better than the one that I had, right? Or if you're like, I'm looking for you know, a partner that's not whatever the issue was before. Like maybe you were, maybe you're a man and you're dating, you were dating or were married to a woman who was very opinionated and you didn't like that. You just, you just wanted to have your own opinion. There was no abuse. It was just, she was loud and she was opinionated and she embarrassed you when you were with groups of people. So you're going to set out to prove that there aren't women like that out there. So you start on your journey looking for this and you're going to find tons of women who are not opinionated because you're going to be putting your attention toward looking for someone who's not like that. So see how that works. It's kind of great almost, right? It's like, I'm going to search and find, search and find, search and find. That's what we need to start doing with our life. Let's start searching and finding what we want instead of focusing on what we don't want. That's how it works. And I'm guilty of it too. I have spent many years before I became a coach um, trying to prove that I was damaged and my life was terrible. And I can search out and find women who are in the same position as I was in or who need the help that I you know, have to offer. But it was keeping me in sort of a negative space. And then what happens is you get burned out from your desperate searches to prove to the world that you are damaged. But imagine putting all that energy that you just put into to prove to everybody that you have a past and it was terrible and I'm not going to do that again and I'm not going to move forward because I don't want that to happen. I don't want to repeat, rinse and repeat my negative 
past life. But at the same time, if you put the energy into searching out and trying to prove to everyone that there are people in the world that just don't do those things, you're going to start to find lots of people like that. And also, here's another thing. Start surrounding yourself with people who bring you joy. Let's focus on what brings you joy. What brings you joy, right? Like I love music and I love laughing. Those are two things. So people who are comedians, right? And I'll watch a lot of comedy and I could sit here and think, well, I could scroll through Facebook and find a lot because you know how the algorithm is. As soon as you land on a comedian, you're going to get tons of those. And I could sit here forever scrolling through Facebook and finding lots of comedy. And it does make me feel good. But then as soon as I shut my Facebook down, then I have to face the real world. Right. But if I start to surround myself with people, humans in this world that are upbeat and happy and funny I will start to find more and more of that. So say I go, well, I'm going to go to a comedy club. That's real. That's people. That's humans. And there's lots of them in the town I live in. So I'm going to look for them and I'm going to go there. And then once you get there, you start to surround yourself with people who are also happy and upbeat and love to laugh. You might even make a friend or two. And that might be the thing that drives you together, right? So now you're putting yourself in a happier space. Or if you just want to be around people that are in a better headspace. So you might start to just seek out and find, you know, groups of people that meet up every month or every week or whatever to talk about their successes. And when you're around successful people, you want to be successful. And so you start to pick their brain like, hey, how did you get to the space? Because I feel like I'm stuck and I'd love to learn from you. And then they'll be more than happy to tell you because successful people, they don't try to bring other people down. They want to lift people up and they would be more than happy to share what they do. So what you want to do is surround yourself with people that are you know, kind of your role models or somebody that you're striving to be, or, you know, if you're just miserable and you're like, gosh, I just, I see so-and-so and she's always happy or he's always happy. I want to be like that. But talking about it and thinking about it isn't going to get you there. You have to take action. And when I say that, I mean, massive action. You need to take massive action toward your goal, toward your end result. And be like, I'm going to just surround myself with people who have success in their life. And then maybe some of that will ooze out of them and onto me. And then I'll be in that space, which is so true. You have to be open-minded though. Because, you know, you've seen those people where they're like, I'm going to hang. All right, fine. I'll hang around with people who are successful. But I'm going to prove to you that it's not going to work for me. That headspace is not very productive. And Stop fighting against what you don't want. Stop fighting against it. When you, when I say that, I, I see people do it all the time. They're fighting against being happy. They try so hard to prove that it's not going to work out for them. So I think it's like, take a beat, take a breath and be like, I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm going to start looking for what I want instead of looking for what I don't want and what I've never had. I hope that makes sense. I hope that you all enjoy this podcast because I've changed the name, as you can see, and it's just me 
Karen Messina, coaching you all and helping you all with whatever you want help with. And please send me some likes. Let me know if you like this podcast. If you um, subscribe to it, you'll get a notification every time my um, episode is ready. And please send me some ideas of things you want me to talk about. It's a whole new game. The sky's the limit. I'm here for you. And I want you to take advantage of everything I have to offer. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Hello, if you are interested in moving from a survivor to a thriver in your life and or your business, I have a six months coaching solution just for you. This is how it works. We meet one-on-one once a week on a coaching call from the comfort of your own home or office. I meet you where you are at right now in your journey so that we can move forward from here. We will identify where you are stuck and put a plan in place and a path to follow to your success. If that sounds good to you, just hop over to my website at karenmessina.com and sign up for your confidential consultation. What do you have to lose? Can't wait to meet you.